After constantly being bombarded with emails, phone calls, and text messages on a daily basis asking, what would you do? Sometimes it's an, oh crap, I made a mistake, help me. And sometimes it's just a question about the latest technology and do we feel it's worth the investment? We want to help answer all of these questions. So welcome to What Would Larry Do? featuring Dr. Ann. We'll be interviewing experts in the industry to help answer the questions that you desire to know the answers to. And now it's time for What Would Larry Do? featuring Dr. Ann. Hello, and welcome to What Would Larry Do? I am Dr. Ann, and I'm here with Larry Helbig. And today we're going to talk about maintaining your appearance while living in the public eye. And we have a special guest with us. So Larry's going to introduce our guest to you. Yes, everyone. I think you should be very excited. We have Chelsea Gambadoro here. And a little bit, I'll let her go into detail about herself and her family, but a little bit about her. She is... Uh, definitely in the uh, fashion and hair modeling industry and is very well known out there. And she has made John Gambadoro, uh, that we call Gambo, uh, famous, you know, through her <laughs> contacts. Now, he's going to tell everyone he's made her famous because he is a big sports uh, personality in town and he seems to know what every team is going to do before maybe they know what they're going to do. And he gets that out there. But anyway, we have a, a couple that are very powerhouse uh, media people. And they're in the spotlight all the time. And we're very fortunate uh, to have Chelsea with us. And we've gotten to know both of them quite well over the uh, last uh, what, six months or so in, yeah. in our clinic. So, Chelsea, if you could kind of open it up and just, you know, give, uh, give the listeners a little bit about you. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. Um, so, I am... Uh, married to John Gamador. We've been married for a few years now. And with that really came a lot of social media posts and um, insight into our vacations and what I look like in a swimsuit online all the time. Um, and it's really very good, by the way. Just have, <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. It's like freaking awesome. So, you know, if there's any negative comments on that, you need to go to your eye doctor like ASAP. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm a full-time mom, so I have uh, almost an 11-year-old now and always on the road at a baseball practice or a baseball game or uh, doing something with hair modeling. And um, I'm always getting pictures taken, putting online, or having John put me online some way or another. So, <laughs> Right, where we have to scold our husbands when yes. we're like, I have to view it before you post it. Yes, he's become an Instagram husband, and he's been very good at it. So, <laughs> but always, always busy and always doing something. So, yes, yeah, so thank you for having me. Well, we're thrilled because everybody's schedule is so damn tight nowadays. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you're in the eye and you have a family and you have all these commitments and everything going on, it's like, whoa, a lot of balls in the air at the same time. And, of course, you've got to keep the appearance. You've got to do all those things while having all the pressure. So, you know, just... A little bit about that. I mean, how, how do you do it? Well, and my first question I wanted to start off with is, do you feel like people are always judging how you look at all times? I think the, uh, I think yes, actually. So it's funny is I think that more, I mean, I used to always think that it was more women, um, but now I think it's more men. And <laughs> I think it's, I think it's men as because of, because of who I'm married to, because of those, those are the people who are seeing me more so 
online or recognize me, recognizing me when I go out. And uh, they're, always, <laughs> they're always looking for something. So um, yeah, I, I, I feel like even when I'm out doing errands, I uh, always have somebody come up to me and ask me if I'm Gambo's wife. And I always feel this pressure to actually look decent. Like I don't want to ever really mm -hmm. go out and just look like a hot mess because even if I'm at Trader Joe's, someone is coming up to me and asking me <laughs> if I'm Gambo's wife. So I think just with that alone, I think that um, I, I always see people just kind of looking over at me and wondering if that's who I am. And sure enough, they always come over and ask. So just because of that, I definitely feel like people are judging the way I look online versus in person, right? Because yeah. you can always look different online, but yeah, that it, happens quite often. This is where we get to feel very fortunate that we can go around looking like a slob and be okay. <laughs> I know. It's like, <laughs> I'm in my sweatpants, you know, I haven't cleaned up, I should shave once in a while, you know, and I'm okay, you know, it's like, that works. <laughs> well, I partly blame John for that because I think that he builds me up sometimes way too high on the radio. Oh. So <laughs> can't disappoint, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, it is a lot of pressure. You know, you it never is. know what other people have envisioned in their mind. And then mm -hmm. you feel like you have to live up to all of their expectations. And yeah. And I think also, I mean, I when I when we him and I started dating and really getting, you know, my pictures and stuff out there, I was 24, 25 years old. Right. So mm -hmm. I was obviously very young then so just growing up I mean it's been seven eight years now right so it, it I obviously don't look like I did when I was 24 but so <laughs> but there's you like, still look fabulous so so I would not own, even worry <laughs> there's that own pressure too is yes I'm not the 24 year old girlfriend anymore mm -hmm. so that alone <laughs> yeah it's hard and it's hard to be in the public eye like Larry said I, I can't imagine it you know there's there's always going to be a Saturday or Sunday morning that's a little rough than one of the others. And yeah. if you need to make your Starbucks run, I'm, I'm glad nobody knows who I am in my <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even at, even at a baseball field, when I have 4 a.m. wake-up call for, you know, being out of field at 7 a.m. for a baseball tournament, I, there's always somebody yeah. that, that knows us there. So I, I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> at 4 a.m. All right. Well... Now, as far as, you know, the whole thing, uh, people have always talked about aging gracefully and and how do you do that? And, I mean, what's your take on what you need to do or how important, uh, you know, maintaining or because, again, people are looking and they are going to comment. Uh, so you might be in a little different situation than the average person. But what what do you think about that? And even for the average person, what do you think? Yeah, I think that I'm, sometimes when people use the, the uh, term age gracefully, I yeah. think sometimes people think that that's doing nothing and just accepting their mm -hmm. fate <laughs> and right. what's going to happen. <laughs> but I, I do think that you can age gracefully by, by doing small steps. And I don't want to, I don't necessarily think that I'm, you know, trying to look like I'm 24 forever because that's not the case. Obviously, I know that everyone ages, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I do want to do it in in a natural way as far as gracefully for me. Mm -hmm. I don't want to I don't want to just say, yeah, I'm throwing my hands up and leaving it in <laughs> leaving in fate because I, I I don't know, I think I do have a different a different take on it. I just want to feel good about myself too. Um, right. whether that's being in the public eye or not, I want to be able to look in the mirror and not be terrified of what I see in 15 years. So yeah. I know how important it is to do something and I agree to help. I agree that that's the biggest, um, you know, mistake with that statement is 
people think aging gracefully means doing nothing, but aging gracefully should actually be taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to mean surgery or a lot of crazy stuff or never looking like you, but just trying to take care of your skin to have healthy, beautiful looking skin is half the battle that people miss on that, Mm -hmm. that whole side. And if your skin is healthy and beautiful, whether or not you're doing other kinds of treatments, it automatically reflects on you and you look younger, you look healthier, you feel better about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that just because somebody is, you know, turning 40 or 50 years old that they should have the mindset of, oh, well, I'm 50 now, who cares, right? So yeah. I, and I know, I know that there's people like that, but I don't know if they actually really feel like yeah. that or if they just say that because it is what it is at this point. I don't know. Well, I turned 40 in like three weeks and I'm telling you, I definitely still care. <laughs> I'm not giving up at this point. Well, That's you, why I'm I mean, treating you butt. Thank you. So you're getting a butt treatment next week, so we're going to keep you, uh, you know, riding high and tight. We're trading, aren't we? Well, yeah, we are. My butt, too. I mean, if you get yours, I get mine. (laughs) It's all good. But yes, I have a 40-year-old butt. I want to keep it, you know, high and tight. Some skin tightening is going to be involved in that. Yeah, exactly. Well, what's what's interesting, we've added uh, technology, We like every other week, it seems like we add something. But, you know, for people that, uh, you know, want to do this age gracefully, but just, you know, improve it a little bit, we can diagnose your skin with eight different diagnoses, and we, we can see exactly where it is, and then we can apply the technology that will improve the areas that are the worst. And we show you your skin age. So if your skin age is 55, but you're 50, we can make a goal or a destination, if you will, to get you to 50 or 49 or 48. And then the journey is what technology we use and then what treatments we do to get you there. And so I think that's important, you know, just so that you understand. I mean, you can do some treatments where over a few treatments, you, you know, your skin age just dropped three years. Well, that's pretty significant. We have treatments where it can drop 10 or 15 at one time, but that's much more aggressive. But anyway, I think knowing that you can do things and you can actually see where you are compared to the rest of the country for your age and your sex and being able to modify with, you know, nice, no downtime type treatments, I think that's a big deal. And uh, we do a lot of that. And so when my skin age is 30, you know, I'm, you know, being old as dirt, you know, I think that will work out real well for me. So I, I have quite a destination and the journey is going to be pretty aggressive. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it is a journey. And, you know, being in that public eye, I, my, I use this example all the time with my patients is that women are generally judged more harshly in the social media world or just the media world in general that, than men are, you know. I always go back to some of my two like favorite timeless um, actors and actresses is when we look at Elizabeth Taylor versus Clint Eastwood and how they both aged in the public eye and everybody gave Elizabeth Taylor, they would pick on her. She's too fat. She's looking old. She's doing too much. And I'm like, Clint didn't do anything. And he was so good looking when he was younger. And now he's this, you know, dried out, wrinkly little bag of bones. But you still don't hear people pick on him, right? He's just, it is what it is. So I think women feel a lot more pressure. And and with that is where some of these women do things that are just way too much, you know, where they go overboard. And Courtney Cox is an example of that, where she had all that filler just overinjected and she turned around and had to have it all dissolved. And the good thing for her is she realized she was going too far and she looked in the mirror and she's like, I don't recognize myself. And she was able to fix it. But some of these people aren't. 
You know, and that, that was one of my things, questions for you is what do you fear more? Overdoing the anti-aging and looking crazy or not doing enough and looking older? <laughs> I think those are both terrible options. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what the average person fears is yeah, both of them. It does. And I think a lot of people, too, just think that if you do anything, if you do fillers or if you do Botox, or you're automatically going to look like Courtney Cox did. Yeah. And I think, and what I tell people is it's what's so important about that is just finding someone, finding an injector mm -hmm. or a doctor who can actually take a step back and say, we can't do that much. You know, yeah. this is, you don't need that much because there's been plenty of people that I know that have definitely overdone it. Oh, yes. And it's so important to find somebody who can keep <laughs> you grounded and not just throw you know, three syringes of Juvederm in your lips just because you want to pay for it. Yes. And there's yeah. a lot of people, I think there's a lot of providers that do that. So I, um, I, I think that's huge. I don't, I do fear overdoing it. I definitely mm -hmm. do. Um, but then I also <laughs> obviously don't want to look super, super old either. I so uh, <laughs> I think we, I'm going to plead the fifth on that one and just say <laughs> everyone needs to go see Dr. <laughs> well, we, thank you, and Mary. We, we did talk about this on a podcast once where, uh, you know, sometimes the patient's lips meet the door before any other body part. <laughs> and, you know, Orange County women, a few of the Scottsdale ladies have yes. gone a little too much. And mm -hmm. one, of the, one of the things that we notice often is the, the, the injectors who inject sometimes inject themselves. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're injecting themselves with filler and it's like, oh, Christ, you know, why don't you go talk to somebody or, or something because you're just overdoing it. And uh, I know at least a dozen that have done that. And eventually, mm -hmm. you know, the correction and whatever happens. But I think it's like so easy for them to overdo, you know, OK, I got this. This looks good. Just a little bit more. And then it's a little bit more. And it is a little addictive that way. So I think you got to really go to somebody who knows how to help you look good. And when you're looking at the photos and everything, and again, we've got 3D and we got all this stuff, you really look at it and you can see exactly what the aspect ratio of the upper lip to the lower lip and, and how that works. And knowing that, I mean, that's a big deal. So mm -hmm. anyway, I, I think, yeah, we, we have to be very, very careful. And a lot of times people get a little too into it and it is too much. But if we can catch it soon enough, it just should be a nice natural beauty, you know, beautiful progression. Yeah, and I think that that's important too is, is sometimes the patients don't know and you do have to find a provider that's going to help you and that's not just about the money. Um, one of the most famous injectors out there, uh, Shino Bay, he's like a famous dermatologist, uh, one of the top injectors, well-known on Instagram. But I love him because he brings up all these issues, you know, and he is just unbelievably good-looking man. But at one of the um, conferences he went to talk to, or what his lecture was about your patients versus your profits. You know, are you really doing what's right for them or yeah. are you just trying to make a profit off of them? Yeah. And that's where people are getting like these, you know, some of the weird fads that come out and stuff that's crazy. And I love it because he always brings it to the forefront and, and talks about how this is not beauty. You know, when we look at the structure of the face and all these different things and if you're blowing up lips to here or cheeks to here or this, then you're actually going away from what that is. So yeah. it's... I appreciate that, that there are physicians out there like ourselves that are trying to actually help people look better, but not yeah. just sell them whatever they can. And there yeah. are so many avenues for profit. Do the right thing. 
I mean, if you always do the right thing, you will become a referral practice, you know, and you can make a mistake by underselling and then you will underachieve. But if you oversell an area, overachieving is not the answer with this. I remember a plastic surgeon telling me in the OR one day that um, uh, better is, is the dangerous part of good, where you mm. are at good, and I'm going to get just a little bit better. And that, that's where things get scary, and all of a sudden the patient does not look like themselves. And so I think we, we have to have a lot of common sense in how we approach it. Yeah, and I think that's uh, what makes what your practice really awesome is because I've been to, I mean, I've been to plenty of places where they would happily inject me with this and that and make my cheeks bigger or do something <laughs> to my to my chin or my jawline or my under eyes. And then coming to you guys, um, I mean, I after talking to you guys about those things, you've said, listen, if you do this, well, then in, you know, 10 years, it's going to look like this because you're obviously still going to age. So let's do this instead. Mm -hmm. Let's really focus on your skin. Yeah. And so, and I think that's huge. And I think, I don't know that enough people really tell their patients that because I don't want to just look good now. Obviously the goal is to look good in 10 years too. (laughs) So if I'm going to do something now that's going to hurt that, then I don't want to do it. Yeah. So, and I think that's, that's definitely something that you guys, uh, you guys are the only ones that have ever actually told me that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, Larry's Larry's been in the skin business for a long time, and one of the things he always tells our patients coming in, because we do get a lot of older women who come in who want to do something but are extremely fearful that they're going to look crazy or blown up or whatever, and he always talks to them in the consult, and he said, you know, I'm not trying to take you from 65 to looking 25. I'm trying to take you and give you healthy, beautiful skin for a Mm 65-year-old so that you look amazing at your age, and they won't guess your age, but it's not going to you know, turn you into some crazy um, overdone monster out there. And that always alleviates their concerns because then they start thinking about their skin, which in social media and public eyes, that's not actually advertised. It's always the fillers that are overdone, Mm -hmm. the facelifts that are overdone. And sometimes patients think that that's all that's out there. Yeah. And especially, I mean, with social media too, so many people have a filter on their face because they don't like their skin, right? So, I mean, you need to really target the skin in order to, I think, to help you maintain and age gracefully more mm-hmm. so than just pumping in Botox because mm-hmm. eventually your skin's going to catch up to you. Yep, it does. And I think the approach of less is more when you're first starting with a patient, mm-hmm. you know, don't freak mm-hmm. them out. You know, they maybe this is their first time in this and just trying to get a feel for it and they would like to have a nicer look uh, and sometimes less is more, but just build on it a little bit at a time and they're going to come out looking beautiful. And then they'll know you and trust you. You know, mm-hmm. it takes a little time to do that, too. You can have a great reputation, but if they've never been there, you know, they understand you have a great reputation when people go come to you. But I think you still have to start with the foundation. You're my patient. What's best for you today? Let's just get something started. Let's take it slow and easy, and then we can build on it over time. Yeah. Well, Chelsea, what are some simple things that you do to try to take care of yourself? <laughs> and it can be anything. Yeah, simple. Um, so I, I think that a huge part is drinking enough water. I think water is oh, very, yes. very big. Um, and then what I tell people is sunscreen. I yes. think sunscreen, I think it's, I think more people are becoming more knowledgeable about how important sunscreen is mm-hmm. every day. Yes. And that, but that is the biggest thing that I tell people is sunscreen, yeah. just lather it everywhere bef- yep. <laughs> before you go outside. <laughs> Even if you don't do anything else to your skin before you step outside, 
put sunscreen on. Mm -hmm. um, and I just, make, I mean, I really make sure I scrub my face every night before I go to bed. I don't keep any any makeup on. I Good. I wash it a few times before I even start my skincare routine. So I think that's really big. Um, yes. I think I would, those, those are the three things that I would definitely tell people. Yeah, and sunscreen for me is always one of the biggest. My I've seen you reapply it in the office. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's why we have those little brushes everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, I need it. Um, yeah, my mom has had a bunch of skin cancer. So since the age of 22, I've been a huge sunscreen junkie because I don't want to have to have all the surgeries that she had. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm so big on it. And, you know, I understand there's this whole dilemma with people about, you know, vitamin D and sunscreens and then the chemical sunscreens and are they good for you. But if you're using a good quality sunscreen with zinc or titanium, it's actually not hurting you and not hurting the environment and a lot of people just don't take the time to realize that and i think that's probably one of the most important parts of an anti-aging regimen if we start working on your skin we're not going to do it unless you wear sunscreen right you're gonna undo <laughs> it the second you step outside yeah or you could create worse things because like our photo facials if you go out and get sun right after you'll hyperpigment your whole face yeah which is the opposite of what we're trying to do <laughs> yeah every time i leave your office i'm like an umbrella and just don't want anything <laughs> to touch my face <laughs> and then larry's working on his water intake over there aren't you larry yeah a gallon a day yeah that's mm -hmm. a really good goal yep Every he, day. It's because he drinks a gallon of coffee every day. <laughs> Just about. It. Just about. I think you really, I think I've noticed a big difference when I really started paying attention to my water intake. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, I think it's huge. And I don't, um, I think that's the number one step really is to just drink enough water. Yep. You'll get your 30 year old skin, Larry. If yeah. you just keep, keep the water going. <laughs> you know, a lot of it is skin hydration. And of course, just regular hydration. We actually have a scale that we can have you stand on. And it measures your internal hydration. And women are supposed to be 45%, men 50% and above. And a lot of times we find uh, women at 32, 33%. And it's, it is so bad that if you had to start an IV on them, it would be a challenge. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we live in a desert. So, I mean, number one, water is very important for you. The more, the better. And then you got to think about what product you're putting on your face too, because you need antioxidants, you need, and you've heard some of our podcasts, I think um, we did what, one or two on skincare, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we had Carrie pulling on yes. with ABI. Yeah, ABI, and she went through that. So if you haven't had an opportunity to listen to it, very informative, but you know, I mean, free radicals will damage your skin. Mm -hmm. And in Arizona, do you get sun? Yes. Is there pollution? Yes. Mm -hmm. Environmental concerns of all kinds. And so you have 300 plus days of damage. And I have a lot of patients say, yeah, but I don't go out in the sun. Well, do you drive? Well, yeah. How often? Well, every day. Well, you're getting 300 days of sun. So you, you just have to be appropriate and understand how important it is to take steps. I so. agree. Well, Chelsea, with you being out there and knowing that you have to take care of yourself or if people, you know, um, are aware of anything, do you feel like people think that it's vanity if we're trying to take care of ourselves and do these things? Or how do you deal with that issue? Um, I do think that some people think that it's vanity. But I, I think that the people who think that it's, it is vanity might not just be educated on the whole aspect of it. I mean, there's a number of reasons why I... I care as much as I do, mm -hmm. um, but ultimately, I want to. I want to look at myself in the mirror, regardless of my age, and not absolutely hate what I see. Yeah, so, <laughs> and I, I agree. think most people do, right? Yes. So, um, and you know, my my husband never he never actually wore moisturizer or sunscreen before he even started dating me, 
And now, <laughs> now he cares. Now he's on a full nightly morning regimen and he cares. He looks in the mirror and, you know, he, he can start picking out things that he doesn't like that before he, he never used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and he might have been the one that said it's more vanity earlier on. But mm-hmm. now he, he wants to look at himself and not absolutely, you know, hate the way he's aging. So yeah. I, I think that um, if people want to say it's vanity, I, I mean... I think there's plenty of people out there that will. Um, but I think if once they start seeing stuff and, and might know how they're, they could improve their skin, mm-hmm. I think the vanity thing kind of goes out the window. It's more so just feeling good about yourself. Yeah, and that's, that's my biggest thing is because my background is actually being a naturopathic doctor. And, you know, when we look at all the different pillars of health, there's physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And the mental and emotional is where this idea of, Exactly what you said. If you look in the mirror every day and hate what you see, it actually weighs on you health-wise. You know, because you're you're creating this internal like disgust for yourself, which eats you away from the inside. And you know, sometimes I do the smallest things to people, <clears throat> sorry, to fix something that they don't like, and it completely changes them. It changes their their mood. They're happier. Now they're out doing more things. Now they're, you know, taking exercise classes they never took before because they're excited for life. And I always look at it as that aspect where if I can help people feel good about themselves, it actually changes their life and their health in so many different ways. So it doesn't have to be a vanity. It can literally be making sure that you actually are loving the person that you're seeing in the mirror every morning. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, one of my goals when I started coming to Clear Skin was I just, I really want to feel happy um you know in the summer when we're on vacation with the kids and we're on the beach and i am in a swimsuit around lots of people wherever we are you know just being able to accomplish that goal would ultimately will make me happier in you know on vacations with my kids and my family members and it has nothing to do with vanity just purely feeling good enough to go in get in a swimsuit and go swimming with tons of strangers from all over the world with your kids and you're spending more time with your family because of something simple like putting on a swimsuit. Yeah. Well, and then you're not thinking about it. You're just thinking, let's go do this instead of being like, oh, I have to put on a swimsuit. Yes. And I think there's a lot of people who are in that boat. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that just something like that, if if that's their goal, and I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that would love to feel good in a swimsuit. Yeah. Something like that, I think is huge. For, for people. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's the number one thing. I talk about this all the time that, you know, if women still have younger children, which your kid's a little bit older, but, you know, we talked about this on our mommy makeover that sometimes women will be like, oh, I'm just going to wait till I can get that tummy tuck. But, you know, you have years of your kids being one, two, three, four, five, where you might not be able to have the surgery. And it's like, why not do something to make yourself feel better mm-hmm. so that during the summertime, you're just out there with your kids and not, and not thinking about or being self-conscious of yourself instead of enjoying your time with them. Yeah, absolutely. And then you might not need the tummy tuck. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could even prevent that from happening. Well, I'd like to retrace our steps just a little bit. So, ladies, you heard that Chelsea got John to actually do something with his face. <laughs> <laughs> it's your responsibility because guys don't do it. What do you mean I have to wash my face? I got to actually wash my face like every day? I mean, seriously, what's, when did it get dirty? I didn't see it get dirty. It's got to be okay. And so, you know, the, the women go through a nice regimen. And so what you got to do is you just got to get the guys doing it. You know, let's, let's start with a cleanser and maybe, you know, just a moisturizer. And then during the day, add some sunblock and 
some things like that. It can be very simple. It's a simple routine, but doing something is just a whole lot better than doing nothing. And once you get into it, just like anything, it becomes a habit. It's a nice routine, and your skin is going to benefit so much for that. Mm-hmm. I agree, and it's funny. It's, I've noticed that is that women, we start carrying, you know, I mean, in the in your teenage years, if you have acne, you care. But really in your 20s and 30s, you start thinking, okay, I need to take care of my skin. I should be using a moisturizer. What should I be using? Men, really, it's like 50s or 60s mm-hmm. a lot of times before they even notice a thing on their face. And they're it's like yeah. Larry said, what do you mean? I have to put moisturizer? Like, what's, isn't that for Why? your hands? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I have bar soap right here. I've, oh, what, my what, gosh. Yeah. Don't even get me into the bar soap <laughs> issue with you. No. Now, now yeah. if I bring home a new skincare product, yeah. John, John always asks if it's for him. Yeah. And if I say no, he asks where his is. Yeah. Well, that's, now you've got him really well trained. That's, that's fabulous. Oh, he cares. Yes, he definitely cares now. I, I think we had uh, on one of our podcasts where we did talk about, and it was probably with Carrie that time, mm-hmm. about using, you know, that you know, people will shower, and so you're washing your face in the shower, and the question comes up, did you use your bar soap that you used to clean your underarms and your butt? That's what you used on your face. So how's that working out for you? You know, and sometimes it has to be in your face to get it, you know. Oh, maybe I should have a facial cleanser, you know, in the shower. Yeah, okay. So. Oh, my God. So, ladies, do your job. Help out. Help, help the guys out because they don't get it, and uh, they're starting to. Mm-hmm, they're starting mm-hmm. to, and they'll get really good, just like John has. And then they'll want to know, is that for him? You know, is that is that mine you brought home? But uh, but do get get them going and get them started on it, because if you can both age, you know, beautifully together, that that's really nice. Yeah. So Chelsea, what do you what is your best advice for women and men who run up against some of the same obstacles as you and your husband have, just being so you know of uh, just being in that social media eye all the time and always having eyes on you? I would say um, you start like like we were just talking about. Start a good skincare regimen, but ultimately find a, a good provider. I think that come to you, coming to you guys uh, was very awesome and exactly what both John and I really need um, because there is so you guys do have obviously so much technology that mm-hmm. I told Larry the first time I came in there. I, I mean, I've been I've been to multiple med spas and I had no idea about the technology <laughs> that you guys had. And I, it's, it's been great. So um, I think finding, yeah, finding a good provider and just starting simple steps like mm-hmm. we just talked about, I think those are, those are really big things to help, to help anybody feel good about themselves, whether they're in the public eye or not. And just even more so being in the public eye, I think it's great to be able to help people and educate them that. Because I get questions all the time about my skin and what I do to keep it up. Um, and it's it's nice to be able to educate people like that. And it's it's always the same advice, really, is just find a good provider and <laughs> and start caring every single day. Yeah. Doing something every day to I never I never go a day without putting something on my face. Yes. <laughs> As you should. Right. <laughs> it's like always something. So, um, yeah, just I mean, just starting something, just doing something. I think that'll always benefit you. Yeah. And I loved how you brought up the whole Instagram filter thing, because that's one of the things I try to explain to some of the younger girls is, you know, you're seeing all these photos out there and half the time they have filters on them. But if you want your skin to look that good, all you have to do is start taking care of it. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the biggest thing is in the 20 year olds, they're putting all these filters on and I'm like, why not have it so you don't have to have a filter on it? Right. Because you see them in person and their skin does not look like it does 
on Instagram. Or they, in general, don't even look like their photo. <laughs> no, they don't. That's my goal. I just I want to look the same in person as yeah. I do online. <laughs> that is me, too. Although my left side does not photograph like my right side. So I always know you better see this side or I'm the, the right. opposite. Oh, are you? That's probably because my skin age is younger on my left side than my right. <laughs> I always joke that my left side is my Uncle Fester side, and then my right side is actually me. So if you catch me in the like, photograph on that side, not quite good. <laughs> a lot of people, you know, you're, you're both doing well because for a lot of people, their best side is the back of the head. <laughs> so, you know, you're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. Well, that's so. because we actually, you know, try to take care of ourselves. It's yep. it's it's an, a, I can't even think of the word. It's a moment. journey. Yes, it is yeah. a journey, and it it goes down to just eating healthy, um, exercising, drinking your water, and all the little stuff. And that's what people don't get is when they come into our office and we're interviewing them for procedures. A lot of times we'll talk to them about diet and water and exercise, and are you doing these things? And if they're not, we we discuss with them that that's part of the health. And your skin is the largest organ in your body. If you're not taking care of it from the inside out as well, then you're continuing to age yourself just based on what you're eating or doing internally. Yeah, and it makes it really hard to come in and get a bunch of skin treatments done when you're not doing your part going home, when yeah. you're at home, right? So, I mean, if, if you're coming in for treatments, you really need to start at home yep. and drink water and eat healthy yeah. <laughs> to help yourself. I agree. Okay, since eating healthy has come up, mm -hmm. uh, for all of you who follow us, we probably need to just update you a little bit. Um, On our weight loss competition? Yes, yeah, how's yes. Anne has been sabotaging me, so <laughs> I, I just need to get out in the open with it. I had a birthday. First of all, you know, I went to that big sales meeting where everybody, you know, found mm -hmm. out and put food in front I may front have sent a just, few text messages to yeah, some reps yeah, to try like, to send him lots of food while he was yeah, there. Dessert. <laughs> you know piled on top of each other and then so then I have this birthday and you know I'm saying no birthday there's nothing there's nothing's going to happen and so everybody's real cool about it and then they you know there's some really fun gifts that was great and uh, but then you know I, I they sneaky you know sneakily put you know these cupcakes <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to throw a, a, a big thank you out to uh, the, what's the name of the bakery? Central Baking Company. Central Baking Company. Oh, my God. They're right over by uh, uh, St. Francis and Brophy in that mm -hmm. area. Yep. Man, that's, they, they did up some cupcake things, you know, layered all the different flavors and stuff that were just, you know, to die for. And so, unfortunately, again, sabotage. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm taking a hit, but just so you know, I lost a pound and a half today, you know, Good. this morning, and so I'm back in the program again, mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, you know, you have a birthday coming up. I and, do. Uh, yeah, I, you know, don't be surprised if somehow some cake gets shoved down your throat or something. <laughs> <laughs> Except for I'm allergic to it, but hey, you know, if you're trying to kill me, that would be amazing. <laughs> well, well, then my real question for you is what's your total weight loss at? Well, I've, I've only dropped 10. But, oh. then, but then I'm being given five no. because of the, you, no. you said you were giving me five because of the sales meeting. No, and I that. never said yes, that. And all the girls in the office. It's like five strokes. I was getting no. like the... 
No. All the girls in the office voted that down. I let them decide, and every single one of them said no. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not done politicking on yeah. that yet. So. <laughs> you go. A, and I signed, well, I signed their checks, remember? So just, you know, we're not done. This topic's we're, not it's over. It's true, though. You're not too far behind me. I'm only at 13.2. So. Oh, well, then I'll still beat you. Okay. Yeah, I got it. No, we'll that, see. This thing's it's in the bag. <laughs> I'm going back to that. Anyway, um, just wanted to update you that that struggle is still ongoing. <laughs> it is real. <laughs> and it is real because life gets in the way all the time. And uh, so just fighting it. But uh, workout is back on schedule and all that. So I'm very confident. And uh, do we have anything else for Chelsea today? Nope. I think we're up at to the end, so okay. I guess, you know, we're back to you, Larry. What's your uh, well, one word of advice well, for anybody I, listening? I, I have too many words, so uh, we probably won't <laughs> start there. We'll be here till tonight. But what I do want to do is say, Chelsea, thank you so much mm-hmm. for giving us the time. Yes. And I, I, while I've got you on the air, I want to put more pressure on you to see if you'd come back and do uh, a, uh, a fireside chat with us in the new office because oh, we're yeah. going to have a nice fireplace there and a little fireside chat and and uh, get so everybody can get a video and actually see you live and we'll you know talk about some different things would you be willing to do that yes I'll do a few more M-Sculpt treatments before I get a video <laughs> 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 yes. all right yes, well thank you, you. <laughs> you're an M-Sculpt hero so we're yeah you did great so anyway we'll we'll keep working it and it's a couple months off anyway so we're excited about it, but thank you so much for coming on and, and tell me. Gambo hi for us, and we can't wait to have him. Yes. Yes, thank you for having me. It was fun. All, all right. right. Well, thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to What Would Larry Do? featuring Dr. Ann. Hear it live each week here or anytime 24-7 on demand at StarWorldWideNetworks.com.